notifications are kind of a new experience for us. Notifications are those little digital messages that news services or, or your, your iPhone sends to you when, when a text message comes in or an email comes in. You have the power to turn those off if you didn't know that. You also have the power to turn those on as well. You have the power to limit how many notifications you want or to expand how many notifications you want. But those notifications come in all the time. The apps on our phone and through our watches and our computers are working all the time to gather information and to um, really track our usage of, of digital information and send us notifications. Notifications that, that the computer thinks we want to hear. It was interesting, on Christmas Day, my family and I, we decided to go take a walk um, so that we could actually uh, prepare our bodies for all the food that we were going to eat on Christmas Day. We had, we had two large meals planned, a breakfast and a, and a, and a, a supper in the mid-afternoon, and we, we were like, you know, let's go for a walk first um, before we eat all of this. And so we did. The four of us um, went down to the river walk and, and took a walk, and, and it was glorious. Um, what a, what a beautiful day that Christmas Day was. And, and while I was walking, my watch just kept buzzing off, off my wrist. And, and it was all these notifications coming in. And I, we, we walked at a pretty good clip. It wasn't just a stroll that we were going through. We were, we were walking probably about four miles an hour. So, um, and if I was to look at my watch, I probably would have ended up in the river. So I just let it be for a while. When I got back to the house, I looked at all these notifications. And it was a notification after notification of what had happened in Nashville. My heart sunk. The joy of the Christmas morning and walking with my family and, and celebrating the birth of Jesus didn't get totally erased. But that joy seemed to diminish a tad if not a large tad, how much ever that is. Then I got a notification of a text message that came in from a parishioner who serves with us at Sidewalk Saturday, and, and he said, I woke up full of joy this morning. And he goes, I actually woke myself up. I'm like, how did you do that? So I texted back, and he said, I was singing in my sleep, oh, come all ye faithful, and I woke myself up. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, the, the despair of, of all of the hurt and pain of the world had just dissipated with a parishioner waking himself up singing in his sleep, Oh, come all ye faithful, and that's how he woke up Christmas morning. Now, isn't that, isn't that the joy that we celebrate? Every first Sunday of Christmas, we hear the notification of all notifications from the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word is God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That Word is the light of the world that overcomes all darkness. Isn't that an incredible notification that we should hear, not just today, but every single day? You see, I think that's what the, the writer of the Gospel of John, what John was trying to tell us, was that... that God as the Word, and God as the Word dwelling among us and, and taking on flesh of humankind is, is a way for us to now experience God in Christ Jesus over and over and over again. That it's not just a one-time event, 
It's not just a moment that we hear on the first Sunday of Christmas, but it's a notification that I wish there was somebody out there who could just send that to my watch every single day so I could see and hear once again who God is and how God is revealed in our lives in Christ Jesus. God is the Word. And what is that Word? That Word is love. Love overcomes all selfishness. All selfishness. Love overcomes all selfishness. What is the Word? The Word is light. The light of Jesus Christ overcomes all darkness. All darkness. The darkness of, of Nashville. The darkness of, of death. The darkness of, of despair. The darkness of a, a virus. The darkness of poverty, the darkness of hunger, the darkness of, of all things that we could name, the light of Christ overcomes all that darkness. What is the word? The word is hope. Hope overcomes all despair, all hurt and pain. With Christ in our lives, we now have hope, hope of salvation, that death isn't, isn't the end, but death is the beginning, that that. Hunger and poverty and warfare and, and, and struggles, all of those things exist and, and they're around us, yet there's something greater than all of that, the hope of God's love and grace and peace that surrounds us. What is the word? The word is joy. Joy overcomes all sorrow. And boy, have we had enough sorrow in 2020, haven't we? But sorrow has been a part of our lives for all of the centuries. For every, for the whole time that humanity has existed, sorrow has been there. That doesn't diminish the hurt and pain that we experience today and every day. It doesn't diminish the, the pain that we will experience in the coming weeks and months as we, we move through this coronavirus. But what overcomes all that hurt and pain? It's the joy, the joy that only God can give. That is a message that joy, that hope, that light, that love, that is a message that we need to be notified of every moment of every day. For all of those things, the light and love, the joy and the hope that God provides in Christ Jesus our Lord <coughs> overcomes all things and gives us purpose. Purpose in what we should do and how we should live and, and intentionality in how we care for one another and, and how we, we work and move and, and do the things that we are called to do. It gives us intentionality and purpose on, on how we spend our money and spend our time and spend our thoughts and, and our prayers. And, and you see, folks, all things have been transformed because God came among us because God is the light because God is love God is hope God is joy my life and your life will never be the same again it's my prayer and I think the prayer of the gospel of John that we would be notified of God's great love all the time and that we would then do something about it you see, when I get those notifications on my watch or my phone or my computer, I read those and, and I contemplate what has happened. 
When I got the notification of Nashville, I stopped and said a prayer for the people of Nashville because it was a little over a year ago that my wife and I walked that very street. We were there in Nashville and walked that street. I've seen it. I've, I've seen the people on that street. I've seen the stores on that street. You see, when we're notified of something, our life has changed and, and, and shaped and molded. May we be notified of God's love and grace, God's peace and joy, God's light and hope. May our lives be, ever for, be forever changed and may we do something about it. May we come together as a community more and more, not just the community gathered here in the chairs and, and those gathered on the other side of the camera, but, but as we come together more and more, let, may we gather even more and more people who may have not even heard of who Christ Jesus is, who may not know that the light is in their lives as well. And may we turn that light on in them so that they would come to know the joy that overcomes despair the hope that come, overcomes sorrow, the light that overcomes darkness, and the love that overcomes selfishness. May it be so this Christmas season, but may it be so every moment of every day.